0: Going down with Jeff Beck and Rolling Stone called the fifth greatest guitar player of all time, which Dave Wilson probably knows, he's our stocks editor, and selected that song. Because you agree with Rolling Stone? Top five?
1: He's certainly up there, no question. I don't know. I mean, going all the way back to the Yardbirds and the Jeff Beck group, I mean, he hasn't had the publicity a lot of a lot of the other big names, if only because he tends to be a rather reclusive guy. Works on cars a lot.
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. Top five?
1: I don't have a problem with that. Eddie? Well, he's certainly up there. B.B. No King? Question. Pete Townsend? It's Keith a Richards? competition. Jimi Hendrix. Let's Hendrix throw number in. one. But
0: that's not what we're here to talk about. Your
1: No, we're not. Charts we're here to talk about what's going down, and that would be the U.S. stock's share of the world's equity markets. Now, that sounds kind of strange, perhaps, because we know that the share prices have risen this year that the Dow Industrials, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ Compositive set records. Fact is, though, if you run through the numbers, which uh, we've compiled here at Bloomberg, that's exactly what you find. As of last week, you saw the U.S. drop below 35% of market value. Now, this is in dollar terms, which comes into play to help explain why it's happened. The peak was set back in December at 38% and change. So, you know, you're talking about three percentage point decline at a time when share prices have been rising. And, yes, the dollar does play into that since we are talking about uh, numbers in dollar terms. You know, the currency value has fallen. So, you know, the gains here don't count so much as the gains outswear in international markets and on top of that when you look at those markets you find out a lot of them have done better uh, in terms of their performance this year you know you, you take a look let's say at uh, something like the Euro Stocks 50 index in dollar terms it's up almost 20% That's a benchmark, uh, you know, it has a relatively small number of shares similar to the Dow Industrials. And you can see the same thing in broader gauges. And to some extent, uh, we've seen them move higher, Uh, Hong Kong being one example, where you've seen share prices go up even more than in the U.S. So it's the combination of the two that really uh, explains why this uh, contrast has been uh, evident. If you want to know more, folks, send me an email. I'll get you the chart. The explanation that goes with it and everything I do going forward, the email address is dwilson at bloomberg.net. That's dwilson at bloomberg.net.
2: Yeah, I just want to say if you look at the uh, DMMV, the Develop Worldview Markets, the United States is number three in returns year to date. Uh, but I also want to bring in uh, Yoleta Shalev. Triletova, uh, our senior U.S. economist at Bloomberg Intelligence. Yelena, sorry for uh, pausing on your name. You know, it gets me a little bit, but it's, but it's beautiful. I, so wanted to, I wanted to hear her taking the best oh, well,
0: guitar player the history <laughs> yeah, of rock and true. roll. Yeah. Yelena, any you thoughts, got nothing? <laughs> I got nothing. Stevie Ray Vaughan?
3: <laughs> <laughs> on the music, I got nothing. Larry else. Carlton? <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, what about
2: what about uh, the Fed speak? We got anything more interesting there? Are any rock stars out there? Uh? Yeah,
3: That's music too. Economist yeah, there you teams, go. Right? <laughs> (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we're watching the Fed speak this week, really, uh, because we don't really have much economic data um, this week, except for CPI later on um, on Friday. But uh, watching the Fed speak, it's really it really seems like uh, a consensus is building uh, that uh, the slowdown in inflation is really a little bit more uh, permanent than uh, the idiosyncratic and Uh, temporary factor that uh, they uh, would like to uh, portray. I think um, today we heard from Bullard, we heard from Kashkari, both uh, seem to uh, be worried about uh, disinflation going on. Uh, we're gonna hear uh, from Kaplan. He's a little bit more hawkish. Uh, we're gonna hear from him later on this week, and uh, we also uh, will hear from President Dudley as well. So uh, it's really important to uh, get a sense of what they think about inflation because it seems like it's a little bit less temporary that they're trying to um, actually tell us. But that seems they also seem to be very much in line. Uh, there's a really. Uh, tight consensus in terms of the balance sheet. And uh, they seem to be ready to go in uh, September, October.
0: Well, I mean, to that, I mean, Kashkari doesn't sound like that.
3: Uh, Kashkari is actually very much supportive of the balance sheet unwind.
0: Oh, the unwind. Sorry, but no, uh, further hikes, definitely not.
3: Further hikes, definitely not. He wants to see uh, more inflation. Uh, before they proceed with the hikes, and so is Bullard. He's basically on a perma pause until um, you know he he wants to see more inflation as well, and the markets also uh, seem to agree with this uh, point. Uh, we don't see. Uh, uh, the probability of more than 50% of a rate hike this year. So BI uh, economics actually disagrees with that. We think we might still see another rate hike in December, but for that, inflation needs to, uh, you know, turn a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting because in talking to some investors, it seems like that balance sheet unwind is, is such an important topic and how the markets react Uh, Dave, I mean, I'm wondering what you're looking at. Uh, Do market players want to see that inflation number come in stronger? Are they hoping the Fed's going to stay off a little bit? I mean, what what should we be looking for in terms of market reaction when we start to get more data coming in?
1: Well, I mean, it really comes down to, is this a process that can be carried out without disrupting the markets? I mean, that's clearly the Federal Reserve's intent. And, you know, if all of a sudden you see them backing away and yield shooting up, that becomes a real issue uh, in terms of policy and just in terms of decision making for investors. You know, but that's that's a matter of what comes down the line. And I always kind of come back to the point that when you're talking about inflation, it's largely a function of companies raising prices. And then it becomes the issue. Are they able to raise prices, you know, to cover cost increases if they're paying more for their workers or for raw materials or whatever? So it's a matter of perspective in terms of what these numbers mean as they unfold.
0: Uh, indeed, and, and we're starting to see sort of the results of that as it plays out in the in the trade of both equities and the bond market, great stuff uh, as always. And you know, George Benson, no? Dave Wilson, not, helping out. not even Bruce, it, Corey. Stevie Ray. Steven uh, Van Zandt. All right, all right. You listen to Bloomberg Radio, whether you like it or not. Dave Wilson, our stocks editor, Lena Shaliva. Thank you very much. This is Bloomberg.